Welcome to the Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise Relationship Weekly Podcast. I'm your host, Yvonne. Today's show, Personal Development Mind and Body, is brought to you by You Are Dynamic LLC, the personal improvement company that believes in and cares about you. The purpose of my podcast is to help you control, alt, delete your negative relationship patterns helping you gain new perspectives that prevent self-sabotage so you can be free from shame and guilt and stop allowing those toxic people a place in your life. I usually drop weekly episodes, but this time we're going to have three in a row. So yesterday was day one, today episode two, and tomorrow episode three. So today I'm continuing the conversation with ontological life coach Carol Mishkin of Carol Mishkin Consulting. And today we thought we would begin with a short recap from the end of yesterday's conversation on limiting beliefs and forgiveness. Then Carol's going to share her personal story on how her near-death experience from viral meningitis and encephalitis resulted in a miraculous recovery and the beyond valuable lessons she learned from that experience. You don't want to miss this. But first, I want to share some great news with you. My novel, Out from the Depths of Pain, is having the very final touches put on it and will be released the beginning of October 2022. Take a journey with Leah St. John as she goes deep into and comes out from the depths of pain. Like many of us, Leah didn't listen. Her best friend Tamar tried warning her. Situations occurred to warn her. She ignored her own intuition and the glaring red flags. The invitations were mailed. The out-of-town guests had confirmed their flight and hotel reservations. The honeymoon suite was paid for. From the honeymoon on, Leah's life becomes a living nightmare. But by the grace of God, a way of escape presents itself as she goes deep into and then comes out from the depths of pain. By definition, domestic violence is not physical violence alone. It's any behavior with the intent and purpose of which to gain power and control over someone you're in an intimate relationship with. Abuse is a learned and a calculated behavior. It's not caused by anger, mental problems, drugs, or alcohol, or any other common excuse. The abuser knows exactly what he or she is doing. But most important, and get this, it's not your fault, and there is help, and you can heal. Out from the Deaths of Pain, will be available on Amazon.com and, of course, through me at Yvonne, the author at gmail.com 
which I will put in the show notes. My pen name is Yvonne Randall, Y-V-O-N-N-E-R-A-N-D-L-E, and that information I will put in the show notes also. So stay tuned for further details. Now on a personal note, domestic violence is something I've lived through. I witnessed it as a child, then I married into it. I never understood what a healthy relationship was, so I thought the abuse I endured was normal and that everyone went through what I had. But we all know that's not true. And now to our interview with Carol Mishkin. Welcome back, Carol. We left off our last episode with something that was so specific in your coaching program. And so I wanted to just do like a really brief recap. And we were talking about, at the end of that, limiting beliefs. So give us an example of something that you would do with one of your clients. So Yvonne, I find in the years that I've been coaching that to heal, to overcome self-esteem and forgiveness are necessary tools to be able to move forward. Unfortunately, the majority of the people that come to my office do not love themselves and they are in a critical spiral all day long. Mm -hmm. So after I listen to a person, I, I work a lot with affirmations, phrases, positive phrases worded carefully to become part of our inner dialogue. And I ask you to look in the mirror in the morning and at nighttime and to record it on a voice note and put it on in the car so you hear yourself saying it. But I, I, what our, our biggest problem is the negative thoughts, that inner dialogue, that monkey mind, that crazy voice, we call it everything. But what it is, is our thoughts surfacing from our past all day long. So I work with affirmations and affirmations are scientifically proven to make a change in your brain, a neuroplastic change. When I repeat something 21 times with belief, because belief is a very important energy and not with doubt, Mm -hmm. which is another important energy, but when I believe it, I start convincing my entire self to become it. So I will, I ask, I, we talk in our first session and then I'll work together with the coachee to write some five affirmations for them to do every day. And the idea is to look in the mirror, look into your eyes and hug yourself. And the reason we hug ourselves is because we also want it to anchor the information in our body. And so when we hug ourselves, we're doing a little bit of neuro-linguistic programming and we are anchoring the information. You feel a little bit weird the first few days because we're just not used to looking in the mirror and saying these things. But after a while, it becomes inner dialogue. So So it's a connection. So it's coming out of your mouth. And when you... When you hug and hold, it's connection to your body. Yeah. Connect. Okay. Okay. 
and you're feeling it. Remember, we're multi-sensory people. So we get information through our eyes, through our ears, through our taste, but our touch is very important. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to talk, I'm going to give you an example of three easy, basic, very helpful affirmations. For okay. example, I deserve love and I love myself. How many people can say that and can truly believe it? I deserve love and, and I, I love, love myself. myself. Okay. So then let's say that would be one that we would look in the mirror and we would say, I deserve love and I love myself. Why? Because most many of us feel we don't deserve it because we were criticized or we criticize ourselves. So when we give ourselves permission to get the love, when we understand that we deserve it, we become it. We literally embody that word. So back to what I was saying at the beginning, 21 days of doing this, there's an expression that says neurons that fire together, wire together. Neurons so, that fire together, wire, wire together. together. Let's and just do this one. So let's just focus on this one. I deserve love. And I love myself. I deserve love and I love myself. I deserve love and I love myself. So if I'm focused on that and I don't believe that, it's coming out of my mouth, Carol. I deserve love and I love myself or I love myself and I deserve love, whichever way you say it. If we focus on that one. And how do you get your clients? And, and I, know, I know we're not going to go so deep into it because we don't have a lot of time. But how do you get your client to get it out of their mouth, into their heart. Let's just use this one example. So we got to repeat it, okay? Repeat. We are creatures of habit, right? Okay. We are what we repeatedly do. Okay. If I repeatedly criticize myself and everything I do. Why did you do that? You're no good. And I continually repeat. That's who I become. So this action, we're not going to believe it the first time. And especially if we've had years of right. not loving ourselves. Right. And, and feeling what if we don't even have a good definition of love? We don't even know what that is. What is love to you? But then right. I honor myself. Okay. I take care of myself. You know, the idea is when we do, this is science, okay? This isn't an invented thing. 21 days of doing it several times a day will make our brain neurons wire together. Okay. Now, we're not healed then. <laughs> we need 90 days of practicing it for it to become us. And then the same way as that voice would say, you can't do anything, it's going to do, it's going to say, I deserve love. And I, I love deserve myself. love and I love myself. We're going to stick with that one. And for you listeners, every day, I want you to say to yourself and multiple times a day, I deserve love and I love myself. Give yourself a hug as you're saying it. And when the negativity crops up in your mind, I deserve love and I love myself. Continue to say that, continue mm -hmm. to say that over and over and over. And then it's going to rewire in your brain. A hundred percent. It just does. Now, so we don't believe it at first, but then it starts believing us. It 
changes us. Yes. So we start becoming the new voices. We start getting the transformation. That's right. The transformation. So it's not just, if we just did it for 21 days, it would change. But then that change, if we continue with our old habits, comes back to the back. But if we do it for 90 days, then it is us. It becomes us. It's a natural part of us. We change initially, but then we transform because we're building that momentum. We're building that momentum and we're changing everything inside of us. And so everything starts becoming, we become that new expression. Okay. Awesome. 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 Listeners, I deserve love and I love myself. And now we're going to go on to Carol telling us about something so miraculous that happened to her. She went through something that I don't even know if I could handle. But she went through it and it wasn't just one thing. It was an illness that she went through encephalitis and meningitis. Carol, give us a Reader's Digest version about that and how that connects with the mind, body and personal development. So I to make the story a little more interesting, I was on my honeymoon, okay? My <laughs> first honeymoon, and I started getting, by the end of the honeymoon, terrible, terrible, terrible headaches. But as I believe we can heal ourselves, and I was on my honeymoon, and I kept saying, no, no, I'm going to be fine, I'm going to be fine. It didn't work that way, and I just kept getting worse and worse until I was I went to the hospital because I couldn't pee. I couldn't, everything started getting um, paralyzed. My right side of, of my body started getting paralyzed. So um, in the hospital, after five days, I went into intensive care and um, they had diagnosed me with meningitis and encephalitis, which is the inflammation of both the meninges and the encephalus. And that summer eight, there was an, there was an, in California, where we were for our honeymoon, there was um, an epidemic of it. And there was 80 people that died. I went into intensive care with 105 and a half fever. And they put me in that time, which is 40 years ago, on ice blankets to Mm -hmm. lower my fever. And my sisters were all graduates of Silva Mind Control, which was our teacher back then to the magic that we practice every day in our life now but she called up the centers in Miami in Venezuela wherever people knew and she called up all my friends and they had people meditating and praying for me and seeing Carol back and everything and in the doctor's words you had a miraculous turnover I was day five in intensive care my fever getting worse everything getting worse and all of a sudden in my medical report, it says there was a miraculous recovery. Wait, and wait. In the medical report, this is a medical report. A medical report 40 years ago. Miraculous, miraculous recovery. recovery. And why do we call it that? Because they didn't have a scientific explanation. Now, all of a sudden, I started to get better and my fever started going down. I was 23 days in the hospital and... um kind of was the beginning of the end of my marriage but um it it just you know it was a difficult difficult moment but I was so happy to be healed and it just taught me so so much more about love and about what what things matter and what health is and it really took started me on my journey of there's got to be more 
and so um, it took you it took you from your deathbed I would say I I I had like when they were running me into the MRI the first day I was outside of myself seeing all the people talking and this and that and I went right back in I mean it was a, a I had a horrible experience. Yeah, I can imagine. Oh, I, I just, I've never, of course, been in that situation, but a fever just that high tells you a whole lot. Yeah. Yes. But, but you have people praying for you around the world. And prayer, of course, is not scientific, <laughs> supernatural. But it's energy. It's energy. It's the same as meditating. Meditate, we listen to God prayer we pray we ask for his help right and i was referring back to the doctor saying miraculous because those two in the in the medical field they don't mesh they can't explain it exactly that's why it was miraculous so having gone through that in the body your mind was probably all over the place the truth is i don't really remember a lot okay. i just remember telling my sister on the phone that I felt like if God was playing bowling inside of my brain, the headaches were so, so, so terrible. And, and then I couldn't, I started to slur in my speech. That's when I went into intensive care. So I don't remember a lot. Mm -hmm. All I know is that my dad came to visit me in the hospital. I was in the United States and I lived in Venezuela at that time. And my dad gave me a, a diamond heart. Mm -hmm. And I had a tube in my arm feeding me, a tube inside me peeing, you know, to go to the bathroom. And I remember turning to my grandma who was sitting next to me and saying, here, grandma. And at that moment, I really understood it's not about things. That health mm. our number one gift of life. And when you are healthy, there. There is no stopping us. And so what we need to pray for every day is for perfect health. Because, and I just realized it's not about things. That diamond didn't make me happier in that moment. You mm -hmm, know, mm -hmm. was I just, it changed my perception of, of a life that I had grown up believing in, you know. Right, right. And your health, you're not necessarily even meaning the physical health either because the mental and the spiritual works on the physical is that the mind body connection yes 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 yes, yes. I just but if you're out of it mm -hmm. then you're only a receiver and so if everybody around me is saying Carol's gonna die for Carol, for Carol <laughs> that's what I'm gonna get but my sister said to everybody you just see Carol here telling us her story telling us how she overcame it and that's what start, what happened. That's so good. That's so good. I was thinking about, as you just explained, the, the words that people were saying. And I know that you're a fan of the positive words and the affirmations. Of course, you're not going to affirm anything negative. So examples of positive words we talked about some of those and in your affirmations and we also talked earlier about if as the seven-year-old was taught and listened and heard all this negativity versus one who was taught the opposite 
and they come up in life to alongside each other, let's just say. I wonder if through you, if you have an example of through your affirmation and practice, someone who has totally been changed or transformed. For my coaches. Yes. Coaches. I have, I've been coaching for 14 years. I have three coaches that have turned into coaches. They had really challenging, difficult lives. What an honor for me, you know, to, to, I, I, I started with one at 13 years old. She's 27 now. Wow. And she's a coach and she came from a really, really challenging, difficult background. Another one who I just saw five years ago, depressed problems with her husband is now coaching, you know? So it's just, um, our words matter. Our words create matter. Our words create realities. Our words generate possibilities. When I say I can't, I have already shut all the doors around me. Mm-hmm. And very hard to open them. Our words are not innocent. Our words are not taken away by the wind. What we say, once it leaves our mouth, seven seconds later, it becomes an energetic force. And so as Don Miguel, we talked a little bit about Don Miguel's book before the four agreements, be impeccable with your words that is what he is referring to. So when I say an innocent word like, this is killing me. Oh my God, why would I want to say that? My brain is literal. Remember I told you at the very beginning that whatever we say, our brain believes. Well, there is a study called Psychoneuroendocrinimmunology. Oh my goodness. Study of how all these different parts of our bodies get affected by our thoughts and our language. And in this, and it's a science, it's because it's psychology, immunology, endocrinology, neurology, and biology. Our words affect all of the systems in our body. And with that, we're going to take our last break because okay. I want to go deeper. Yes. I want to go deeper and, and, it, and it begs going deeper. It's important. It begs going deeper. So we're going to end this session and then we're going to catch up next week. You listeners don't want to miss next week as we <laughs> go deeper into this. So stay tuned for next week. Thanks again for being a regular listener to the weekly Wednesday episodes of the Healthy Wealthy and Wise Relationship Podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's episode with Carol Mishkin, the Ontological Life Coach. And we're looking forward to tomorrow, which would be the last day of our conversation. So tune back in. Remember to subscribe and tell a friend about the podcast so we can get the word out and you're notified when a new episode is posted. And if you've been blessed by my podcast, you can now support by clicking the dollar sign button right underneath the description. And hey, your comments are important to me. So please reach out to Yvonne, the author at gmail.com. And I'll also put that in the show notes. And until we meet again, I want you to always remember that you are dynamic. Why? Because despite everything you've been through, 
you're still here.